Let's get it. So, Raul, what's going on in your life? Not you're just, much. You're moving down to Texas. Moving down to Texas. Gonna go uh, conquer down there. You can, you're gonna go, you're gonna see, you're gonna conquer. Absolutely. Divide and conquer. Canada is it's over. Been the, it's been the mission since day one. Canada, you're, you're a big fish in a small pond now. It's time to hop to the bigger pond. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> right? I think it's still, it's still small fish in a big pond. Canada's pretty big. You know, we can't really say we conquered Canada, but yeah. I think we were trying. We're still gonna try. So. It's, uh, so, so I guess some of the guys are staying up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. You guys are decentralizing. Decentralizing even more. This is going to be the fifth office that we created. I remember you were reading a book. Remember about decentralization back at the whole like when Bitcoin was like yeah. twenty grand or whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, do you still think about the, that concept of decentralization a lot? Totally. Yeah. Because it was the, the the book was the Internet of Money. Oh, okay. And uh, it was about Bitcoin and crypto. Yeah. And it was just talking about how decentralization is like the future, and that's what franchises are like. They're decentralized the business gives other people a chance to step up. And, and lead, so you create opportunities for people around you, right? So that business model's been around for a while. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, it's just under different umbrella terms, right? Yeah, but I think even more than fran like franchises are a little bit different. Like this is like you're creating hubs. You're creating. You hubs. got like regional managers and stuff like that, and they can do their right. own recruiting. Like you know, there's very little oversight. They right. Just, you know, results is kind of what they want. Right. Do you think you'll use? It's, it's to be honest, it's very very similar, right? Because like franchise success comes from systems, right? You put in systems in place and literally you teach guys the system and they run the exact same system every time. And yeah. it just works. It produces predictable results, right? When McDonald's opens up a franchise, it's not like, hey, you open up a franchise, here you go. Yeah. Dude, they teach them. They go to McDonald's University for you know a month, two months. They teach them the systems and how to implement the systems and the success comes from that. So True, but they but so like again, it's, it's, it's even better than way. that franchise model because it allows people underneath you to create like, it, it's the, like it's the, the only difference yeah. is that it gives you creative freedom. Yeah. So most franchises limit your marketing, right? They don't want you to do something to tarnish the name. Whereas a true decentralization will give you creative freedom to create your own ads, mm. to create your own marketplace. And so it's like more, more risk averse, right? Yeah, and for those who are listening, this is uh, in, con in the context of sales teams right. for a certain smart home company. <laughs> yeah, um, can't say the name. I don't know if we can, to be honest. <laughs> I'll cut that out. This is part of decentralization. Is That's this true. the one that was on uh, <laughs> uh, Fast Company? Yeah. yeah is this it's, also it's based on... in the Western Hemisphere of the United States? <laughs> Anyways. Totally, uh, totally. Yeah, for those who are listening, oh. it's in the context of sales teams. You create another one off. Uh, under you, Raul's the what, co-regional manager. Co-regional. Sub-regional uh, is what they call it. Sub-regional. Sub-regional. You'll see him and our friend Faraz, who you might see later on this podcast. Oh, 100%. Uh, okay. 100%. Yeah, so then you are, you reached out to me the other day after you saw my blog, South Asian Strong. Yeah. Which is about kind of health, wellness, and the unique challenges uh, South Asian people face. People who have any genetics from around the kind of Indian subcontinent, <laughs> like in their journey towards health and, you know, a good physique. The younger guys out there, um, and you reached out after you saw that, and you're like, you've been writing on Facebook for a while about kind of right. financial literacy business, right? Just things that I'm I'm passionate about, or things that caught my attention when I was young. <clears throat> Started writing on uh, both Facebook, Instagram, and just kind of venting or just sharing thoughts or things that I've learned. Um, and then I saw you doing this this podcast, and I reached out to you. I think there's a huge place for this, right? The 
the South Asian community in Surrey and Delta really needs this. Yeah. And so I was like, Ernie, let me jump in. And you're like, yeah, dude, let's do it. <laughs> no, it was I had planned all along to bring you on because you're one of the most successful, you know, guys I know, not right. just South Asian. Um, plus, we, you know, we meet you and Abhishek. This is my co-host, Abhi. Right. What's up? You know, it's, it's funny. It's funny, dude. Sales, it's uh, it's funny when you say that because I feel like I'm far from it. Like you talk about success, like it's just potential, right? Like you're you're looking at your goals or what you want to accomplish. And you say successful, I'm like, dude, I'm nowhere close. And I think that that drive or that hunger just doesn't fade. Yeah. Because every year it seems like I'm more and more hungry. Right? More goals I accomplish. Just, yeah. I mean, you're not at your ultimate, you know, right, what you right. consider successful, but at this stage in your life, you're successful. Man. Like whatever right. you're doing, you're killing the game right now. Right. right? Relative to exactly. I guess, age group or demographics. Yeah, or for whatever, sure. Right? And you have valuable insight and knowledge you can share with us. You know, you totally. are investing in properties, you're right. running sales teams, you're building some other projects on the side. I remember you guys were thinking about a clothing line. I thought you guys right. should have done that, by the way. The realist or... Uh, no, uh, Average Wealth. Average, AMF, <laughs> yeah, AMF. No one's going to see remember that, that Abhishek? Copyrighted. <laughs> um, Man. I, just... I, I was going to say, like, that, that, was, that was a good idea. But um, you guys are so busy with running all the other stuff. Yeah, running your program and recruiting right. stuff that you can't, don't really have time to do these you know, passion projects. Right. Your thing we'll, is already we'll get to a, a point where that's, that's the thing, right? get to a point where we're gonna have enough time but the first you know five to ten years just grind it out systems you know you I think the only time. way to start a passion project is if you're either well off well off, uh, well enough off that you can, right. you have the time or like you're broke enough that you, <laughs> you go that you're like fuck it I'm just gonna do it because <laughs> there's right? both sides to it right yeah and I think those are the two uh, ways that you kind of need to do it right because it gives you that kind of uh, go for broke kind of abundance mentality totally um, totally, and and the reason I went this way, where I worked and created, you know, some level, because it was just something I was looking for. Like I needed that financial stability yeah. early on, you know, when I was young and stuff. And so needing that really early on made me go get that first, and that's why I'm chasing it later in life. Versus other people will chase that right from the get go because it's not a thing for them. That's and, true. Yeah. You were always hungry. Like yeah, we yeah. went to university together. Okay, so that's how we all know each other. Right. Uh, Abhishek was friends with Rahul in high school. They went to the high school up the street from me. I didn't know them. Um, <laughs> but first day of university or second day, let's say, me, Rahul, and our friend Faraz, we all met. We had every single class together. Right. We Did came. I not meet you before that, though? Never. Uh, I think we met in math I feel like class we met, Yeah, I feel like we met at the gym or something. I don't think so. Maybe we saw each other like, this play ball, whatever. Who's this white brown guy? <laughs> yeah. Coconut. Yeah, coconut. Um, anyways. Yeah, so, uh, why did I get into that? Now we just talk about, like, the hunger, the drive. Yes, yeah. So you, even back then, were always working much harder than I was. Because I think it just starts <laughs> Relative, man. I just thought there was another... I just thought that was what we're supposed to do. Yeah, life circumstances. I, I think like, I'm paying for university. I'm going into debt. I gotta, yeah, so yeah. again, you were paying for your own way, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well, it's like, it was just uh, the, the situation who you were made you a little more hungry. And, right. uh, you know, it's paid off. Right, and some of the, um, the best lessons I've had, like at that time was actually through like friends dads and stuff um like um like just you know understanding credit understanding debt yeah. those things i actually got from uh, one of our other friends shazada i remember i was o- over at his house i was working out with his younger brother Sikander. we went to his house made burgers dad comes home and talks about how credit's really important in, in western uh, you know culture didn't he say something like a, yeah he's like cre- credit is the most important thing you can have and you never i don't know why just for some reason i was like why would he say that yeah. and he's doing decently well 
So it just stuck in my head. I was like, Credit's the most important thing. But he thing. said it really like Indian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Because yeah. I think he was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just said it in a really brown way. And I was like, okay, that's important. Yeah, it's like something in my brain. I was like, hey, I'm going to go read about this later. And so what have your latest uh, like Facebook posts been about? I remember seeing one where you kind of summarized even what I kind of knew. Kind of confirmed it for me. All investing advice, kind of like for most people who aren't like active investors, is right. put your money in an ETF, right. or you know, and just the most recent one, or is that the one before that? It was a short one. It was right. just like every investing book ever, like summarized. Yeah, yeah. It was like there's actually a more recent one than that. Uh, too. Okay. Put your money in ETF and just sit back and like wait. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the most recent one was your first zero to forty thousand. You want to invest in yourself. So you want a, either a high level or a high high paying skill. Yeah. Um, so that that first money, you just gotta put it right back in yourself. Self development courses, programs, sales training, copywriting. Find a skill that pays well and suits your personality type, and do that. Mm-hmm. And then it was forty to a hundred. You want to still invest in yourself, but you also want to invest in um, in your team or people around you, right? You want to build build a company, build a business. Yeah. You invest in the people around you. The hundred to hundred fifty. That's when you start looking at things like real estate. Okay, I want to buy property, something that's going to pay me every single month. Um, so I don't have to work as hard. So that's the passive income thing. Yeah. Um, and then, and then the 150 to 200, you still want to do all the other things, but you start looking at and dabbling in different business ideas, right? Um, through the different income tiers that you do. Okay. Cool. And, and so Where was that from working at that? That uh, a lot of it's from Grant Cardone. Um, just the different levels and stuff. So. Yeah. I take it and I, I, you know, I compare it to what I've learned so far, and I try to draw parallels, right? Like zero to forty k, especially in a place like Vancouver. Even if you want to invest in property, you can. Yeah. So what do you do? You put that money back in yourself, right? Because property you can buy, you can sell, but you're never gonna sell yourself. Like you're never gonna trade that skill. Like once you learn a skill, it's always there. So the zero to forty k is sorry, income. Is income, yeah. Okay. So uh, your first forty k, you just put right back into investing in yourself. And yeah. that mean like education. Yeah, like you're not gonna put all forty k. You're you're gonna live on twenty, yeah. so you've got twenty k to put back into like self development or sales training or mm-hmm. programs or go to courses or whatever it is. Yeah. Invest in skills that are gonna pay you right. Makes sense. You, you expand off that. Yeah. I mean, um, most but, people, I think, if they're at that level, they'll. I mean, some will save and be diligent, right? And right. eventually make it a better place, but some will just fucking it on Netflix and shit and yeah, yeah, like going food out and, and yeah. restaurants and live paycheck to paycheck yeah and I know because I've I mean I was kind of a student at the time too right. while I was making that like that money so I could kind of understand but um, if you're working full time right yeah. well, it's, it's also because like I don't know I feel like you have to go through that early like when when I was growing up um, we didn't have it like really well but I never felt the pain of not having enough money but I just yes. there was like dynamics in the family that I couldn't could really like you could feel that but but anytime I needed money I'd just go ask my grandma I'd be like hey I want to buy this shirt it's from American Eagle that was a big brand at the time she just give me the money no questions asked I go buy it so it's a $40 you know polo shirt at that time 40 bucks was like you know, it was a lot of money it's, a lot of money. it's like 80 bucks now I don't know whatever it is um, but I go buy that shirt I wear it and I was just the type of person where I would buy nice things but I just could never actually wear it like I just I was worried about ruining it like it's, oh. it's such a weird scarcity mindset where I would spend good money on clothes and shoes and this and that. And I was worried about scuffing the shoes or, you know, getting spilling something on the shirt. And, and so I wouldn't like take care of myself. And, uh, but then I just, I never used the, the products how they were meant to be used. So I never got the benefits. I, I didn't feel like the novelty would wear off super quick. I'd go buy a shirt, boom, 
and then the novelty is gone. And I was like, okay, well, this can't be it. This is not like, there's no way guys that run big businesses or, or do big things do it for the money. At some point, the novelty is gone. Yeah. Right. Um, cousin gets a new Tesla just recently, and Narav, Narav's going crazy about this Tesla. He's like, Teslas are like the nicest cars. Uh, you know, he was like, just, he wanted one really bad. And um, I drove one, so I, I went to my cousin's. I'm like, hey, let me drive your Tesla. Let's me drive the Tesla. Like, dude, it's just a car. Like, it, it, it didn't have that, you know, like, people get excited about it. It didn't have it. Well, maybe it just wasn't the right car. Was it a Model 3? I don't know what it was. Okay. I think it's a Model 3. That's that's how that's how much I didn't care. I didn't even ask what model it was. I just drove the thing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, it's cool. It accelerates fast, but I was underwhelmed by that car itself. Yeah. But yeah, it could be the wrong car. That might be a thing. But it just I realized materialistic things were just never gonna fulfill me. That's true. And um, so once I learned that, it just you know. So I, what does fulfill you? Like, what are you? Uh, what motivates you to get up every morning, every Monday, and you you know look forward to the work ahead? Right. Uh, uh, first and foremost, just trying to be better like just trying to make myself better and then trying to make the people around me better it's, and then the last couple years has just been you know you know because for the longest time I was trying to I was trying to get wealthy I was like okay, I want money you know I never want to have to go places and worry about it because I'd seen people around me would fight over income and this and that and it's like I, I don't want that to be a thing I want to go focus on that so I got the money and I realized it was just not satisfying I was like, okay, this can't be it at some point it doesn't your lifestyle doesn't change make 150 to 200k your lifestyle is exactly the same so that wasn't it and now it's just been about like purpose or impact or how can I help people around me get better deeper it's reasons right just deeper reasons yeah, it's right? not about yourself anymore yeah it's, yeah you've and kind of seen that it's I had to I had to get there to, to realize that, yeah right yeah, makes sense and it's funny as much as I read and stuff and the stuff's out there where it says it's not you know how people tell you it's not about the money it's like I had to go through it to really be able to say it's not yeah, about yeah. The money. It's like kind of the difference between uh, my friend, someone that I would say intellectual or experiential knowledge. Yeah. He's a very experiential person. Like he has to like literally, like no matter what I say to him or whatever, he has to experience it for himself before he learns his lesson. Right. Sometimes to like, you know, like I'm like, dude, that was okay. Like he's a successful guy, but I'm like, dude, that was dumb. Like I told you not to do it. Right. But he's like, no, I had to do it. I had to do it to learn. Right. And I'm like, okay. I mean, for me, like I can, I like. But that's, I don't know. For me, that's a tough, tough thing. Yeah, yeah. As much as intellect, you know, intellectual knowledge is important and experiential, but like I try not to let too many thoughts into my head in, in yeah. a weird way, because I think it, it affects how I make decisions. Analysis paralysis. And, yeah, like yeah. it's just too much information and just the biases or like you know one of the investments I made. People tell me not to do it. Half the people tell me not to do it. Half the people tell me to do it, and most people get stuck in the face of not doing anything. Yeah, yeah. Right? They neither do it nor don't do it they just, they're just there it's kind of like real Floating. estate investing here Vancouver. like I knew a lot yeah. of people who like knew like the house was going up or the market was going up market was going up but they all thought it's not half the people oh it's a bubble it'll eventually crash right. so many people got rich as fuck right Surrey, right. all Surrey Brown like Punjabi developers all right. developers um, but like I know people close to me and they, they didn't capitalize on that because they I'm were the, kind of uh, risk averse right because right. they didn't want to yeah yeah, yeah. The, the thing is, those thing, uh, those events are hard to time, and you can't just like you get lucky sometimes, right? Like you, you make a move or you don't make a move. Could have gone the other way. You could have messed up. You've learned something from it, right? So do you think there's like an underlying principle that if you follow, like you're should be good, like just by like let's say create value. You're talking about like gut or yeah, maybe your gut, but maybe like like as long as you are creating value, right? You know, like there's there's not really a way you can lose. I don't know yeah, I mean. it has to be very deliberate. For me, it's always been deliberate. I think yeah. for 
there, there are probably guys out there that have done it just accidentally mm-hmm. in creative value and just didn't know it. Uh, but for me, anytime I've, it has to be a deliberate decision, right? Like if I go to school, if I, when I was in classes at UBC, it wasn't like, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, get good. I had to like, look, okay, I have to study this many times, this many hours a day, wake up early, review the notes this much. It was a conscious decision. I have to get good at this. Yeah. And that was the same way in business and sales and investing, financial literacy was I made a decision. I have to understand this to help myself and help the people around me. Okay. If I don't understand it, because everyone's looking for someone to help them, right? Yeah. And it's always, that's just how it is. It's, you see it's very apparent, like people are waiting for someone to help them. Yeah, absolutely. No one, no one helps yeah. you. You gotta either seek it or ask around for it. Yeah. And so I took it on myself. I'm gonna understand this stuff really well so that when it comes up, I know what I'm doing or I have some sort of knowledge to back Your up. Your resource, yeah. Yeah. I've been there, done that. Right. Um, so, same thing happens. Well, I, I did that for me, right? Because it was like, I'm trying to understand this for me. In turn, though, I end up being the source for a lot of other people. Yeah. Because I'm having value. Yeah, I'm investing, right? Guy comes up to me, hey, I've got this much money I want to invest. What should I do with it? And how do I do it? Like, like yeah. literally, how, how do you do it? Most people know, okay, you should go invest in the stock market, go invest in companies, index funds, whatever it is. But the how part is hard. This is too much of a challenge. The action uh, threshold is way too high. So people never do it. It's pretty, it's like basic advice. It's very common, but no one does it. Yeah. Why is that? Same thing like health advice, fitness it's just, advice. It's man. very, it's just, it's out there, and it's, it's so apparent. Like if you want to get in shape, you, if you want it bad enough, you're gonna find a way to get in shape. You don't need to ask anybody anything. You can find it. You just yeah. literally, you can find the information. Like you'll be like, you okay, can invest in the resources. You can find the information. Exactly. But why is it that no one's or no one doesn't? You just don't want it bad enough. They right? just don't want it enough. And it kind of goes circles and, back to like figuring out your why. Right. Um, what's truly important to you, and you right. need to. T- most people don't even take time to do that. Right. And and sometimes it. It doesn't always have to come from the best place. Like for me, fitness wasn't about being healthy. I wanted to look good. Like, yeah. but for for a lot of people, that's for it's just not. They don't want it bad I enough. I think for or, most people, it is that they want to look good. Right, I'll right. Be honest, that's how I started. Right. It was um, never about like oh, all my, my body needs yeah, to. Yeah, I need yeah, to. Yeah. And now maybe as I get older, that's more important. Yeah. But at the time, it was like, no, I want to have a six pack. I want to be ripped. I want to be jacked. Because we're not athletes. We we're don't not like athletic. Not. Yeah. Um, but that, but that's why I got into fitness in the first place was about getting in shape, right? Or looking attractive. I was like, oh, you know, girls, blah blah. You know, everyone goes to that phase. But I think the other thing is people shy away from that. They they, they don't admit why why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. Right? As long as you're phases. aware of the reason, whether it's superficial or not. Right? Yeah, fitness for me that's was totally most superficial. Like, who knows if all the, the diets and protein supplements I took were even healthy for me, right? Yeah, but that didn't matter. I wanted to say that, that. Yeah. right? Uh, but you know that's but it's it's out there. The information's there. If you want something bad enough, you can find it. It's kind of like uh, we were talking about like books and audiobooks and books earlier. Yeah. One can, I saw for the last few years, I've actually haven't read that much. Right. I've been reading a lot of articles and stuff, but I have, right. again, I've been going like kind of broad and shallow rather than deep. Just because yeah. I've been trying to, uh, I like seeing the bigger picture. Right. And if I go too deep into one thing, I can't see how things connect. Right. So that's the kind of way my brain works. I like seeing how different concepts from all these different industries, whatever, connect. Right. Um, so, um, for me, it's been the exact opposite, right? Yeah. We're talking about this. Like, for me, I had to go deep for the results to satisfy. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if I found that if I dabbled, I was just never like I wasn't achieving yeah. things. I think it's a much think, harder. It's a much harder to dabble and make something out of it. Right. Once you go deep, you know, you, you get to a point where you're deeper than anyone else, or right. deeper than most like people. Like true, true mastery, right? True yeah. mastery is ten thousand hours. 
So for me, it was like, I just saw the best results when I went deep into something and I just obsessed about it, like nonstop thinking about it. And um, I guess that's just how my personality is. Or, um, but, but when I went deep into things, I saw better results, I saw progression. And mm -hmm. I think the, the true way to stay happy is to be to see progression. Yes. And, and I think if you're constantly seeing progression, how can you not be happy? Sure. Whether it's monetary, whether it's skills, um, whatever whatever the target, whatever the goals are, yeah. if there's progression involved, you're going to have happiness in your life. Yeah. And going back to uh, what we were saying, like, again, I stopped reading and listening to as many audiobooks. I did right. for a long time. Before, most people knew what a podcast was. I was listening to podcasts, listening to audiobooks. Right. Audible first started, all these. And then I realized, you know, like, I'm hearing a lot of the same stuff. Right. Uh, whether it's a relationship book or whether it's a fitness book or whatever, right? Right. Um, most of this stuff I could have just figured out on my own by kind of like trying, failing, just thinking, reflecting. Right. You know, like you said, if somebody wants it bad enough, they'll do it anyways. They don't need to read a single book. Yeah. And if they do need to read a single book, they will find that book and end up reading it because they want right. it bad enough, right? Someone will point it to them. But like, even investing, real estate, you think all these operating developers have they read books on how to do it? No, they just learn from people. They don't know any shit about finance. Yeah, they right. just figured it out along the way. Yeah. So pass the money on their table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we were saying before, I'm like, I don't think there's a guaranteed path. Like you recommend right. reading to everyone, whatever. Yeah, there are good recommendations, but right. if you want it bad enough, you'll find a way, no matter how you know what that way is and what it right. involves. Yeah. Right. It's just you gotta you gotta search for it. Right? Again, it's always been delivered for me. I didn't read for entertainment or for joy. I was looking for something. Yes. And even even now, it hasn't changed. When I you read always, a book, it's yeah. I, you know I want to get smarter, whatever it is. I'm looking for something specific in that book yeah. to either inspire me or give me that creative idea. And being aware of help me. And being aware, like again, the most important thing is knowing why you're doing something. Yeah. Knowing what truly yeah. motivates you. Why you want this job? Why you want to have that goal? Right. Right. And people just need to take the time to sit down and reflect. Right. You do that. I know there's you so journal, like you, you think about it. Uh, you write in a journal, right? Any Goals, of these, all that. Yeah. You truly, weekly. You truly think like what you morning. want from your core. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the problem is most people don't do that, right? They wake up and from the moment they wake up, their minds preoccupied with right. their phone, their work, their job, talking to whoever's next to them, right. what they're gonna eat. Uh, it reminds me of a story like uh, I remember I read a book by Bill Gates' dad right talking about like how it was like raising Bill Gates right and he's like yeah sometimes I go downstairs and Bill he, and we couldn't find Bill and he's like where are you he's like I'm over here he's like what are you doing he's like I'm thinking yeah what do you he mean you're that, thinking he he's like think week right no, yeah, I don't know about that. But he does a think week where he goes away for a week. Oh, does he? Okay, well, I guess he still does it. But apparently, books. when he was a kid, he would just sit think. there and think. Right. And the, and and Bill's like, "Don't you ever do that? Just sit down and think." Yeah. And when I read that, I was like, "Holy shit! Like that's you think that's it, true. You no think one does that." You think it's harder today because of all the distractions? Oh social yeah, media, for sure. Instagram, television, phones, digital age, mobile. Yeah, mobile. Before people could sit there and do that. nothing. Sitting and do. There's a famous quote by Blaise Pascal. The guy who came up with Pascal. Triangle, right? Famous mathematician, thousand years ago. I don't know how old he is, but um, he's like all of the world's problems could be solved if right. man were okay sitting in a room alone, right? With his thoughts, with his thoughts, yeah. yeah. Been wanting to do that think week for a long time. I didn't I know he still does. Keep understand. putting it off. <laughs> Avi, are you a Bill Gates fan too? Yeah, I have research him. I'm a, I'm a success you, fan, yo. Anyone do you follow successful? Gates Notes or anything like that? Huh? Do you follow his website, Gates Notes? No, I don't follow that, but I know about the Think Week. It's, uh, no, I didn't know about it. It sounds very 
serendipitous. Yeah. And you could just see the the serenity, like just watching that, like kind of you know, it made me jealous as well. Like, I wish I could do. That. Oh, was this on his uh, on that Netflix show that they just got it was released about his thing? Show, yeah. Okay, I haven't seen that. That's why. Yeah. But I've In, heard, I've heard about his think weeks. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, from other people. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think most again, you don't need to like think about Bill Gates to like uh, implement it in your life. I'm pretty sure people all right. over have been like, "Fuck, I need to just get away for a while and think just about what think. I want." Yeah. You know, that's a common thing. Not common, right. but like it's a un- it's a common uncommon thing. Right. Yeah. It's a subconscious thing. I feel for a lot of people. Yeah. I think I think it just doesn't. Like I feel so blessed a lot of the times where. Yeah, you know, like for myself, like I'm not where I want want to be. I don't think I'll ever be because I see it more as a journey and to me that's a better way of going about things and thinking about them but I think just knowing about it and noticing things noticing your own defects I think are some of the most you know effective cures mm-hmm. to, to whatever lies ahead in your future yeah, yeah. I think Fine. Like, so I, I've, I've spent a long time like understanding myself and like getting to know myself and uh, I may not have like. For me, that's been my my biggest challenge. And yeah, I've like for, for me because like, dude, I love when you say that because like the journey thing. Because for me, I have such a hard time focusing on the journey. Yeah, because I'm so obsessed with where I want to be. A hundred percent. And I think a lot of people fall into that category too, right? When they're trying to get to an end so fast, right? Before you know it, life's gone, and you're like, you know, I didn't get to appreciate the present. Yeah. Um, but for me, that's the hardest challenge because I'm so yeah. like focused and all the time. It's a challenge, and I, I really like that challenge. Like, it's definitely a challenge because, like, like what, what's meditation? Meditation is, you know, allowing the thought but being mindful of, right. of yeah, what's yeah, entering yeah. your brain. Being aware of it. Yeah. Being aware that hey, this thought just came. You know, like, they, uh-huh. that's what meditation. Do you guys is. meditate? I, think, uh, I do. I tried, man. It's the hardest thing for me. <laughs> I don't do it. I tried it it's very it. hard for me. Oh, uh, you know what? I feel bad every time I. <laughs> I think about you meditating because I remember I was trying to get you into it. Yeah, dude. I and then you were it. getting into it, and then I fucking would call you. Yeah. At the exact <laughs> yeah, time you're meditating and interrupt it. Yeah. And yeah. if I think sometimes like fuck, if I hadn't called him that time, he might have been like built meditating, a habit. Yeah, and he would have been a different headspace like, thing. A different person. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I don't. So so for me again, it's always been with end in mind, right? Like, it just goes back to like some of the ways I set goals or has been deliberate. I didn't know why I was meditating. That's that's why I couldn't do yes. it. That's why I didn't keep, make it a habit because I just didn't know why. I was like, why am I even doing this? I'm not because it you always, help me cope you always with talk about leveling up. Yeah. Meditation <laughs> literally levels you up. In I my experience, so. it makes you smarter, calmer, happier. If you do it again with the right intentions, like right. if you just want to like be better for a selfish reason, right? Um, like not truly like for you know like to achieve your ultimate goal if you just want to be like oh yeah so i can go get this girl or whatever so i just want right. to be a better it, it probably won't do it yeah but if you have like a driving force yeah um you gotta go yeah i gotta do wrapping up yeah so what we're we talking up. about before we about to wrap it up uh meditation meditation yeah, 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 yeah. um so yeah. just just couldn't get into it I just i don't know i just didn't see how it would help me but I don't know. Maybe that's just my ignorance, right? Just haven't given Again, it a fair shot. You you said it to me multiple times. You got to find your why. When I was yeah. working with you guys, and I wasn't the most uh, like I would have player grades and mo- like motivation for brief things, and I wouldn't like care. Right. Um, the biggest thing was I didn't have a why either, because money wasn't, and I didn't know. Because here's this is what, the thing I'm doing now, right. like dispensing that knowledge. I could have done without any money. 
Right. Right. I just needed to fucking sit down and do it. Right. So me going there and making this money, it was all for superficial reasons that I told myself. Right. You know, get a house, start family, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, Those are things I want, but like it wasn't the most immediate want. Right. The most immediate want was working on these projects that I am now. Right, right. Um, so I think fulfilling it was, your purpose. That's exactly. One, That's important, right? That's mm, super, super important. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest takeaway from this conversation is knowing yourself. Right. Figuring out what your purpose is, especially when you're, I think, more a young man or right. older man. Um, in that book we were talking about, The Way of the Spirit Man, he said yeah. a man's purpose must come before anything else outside of his relationship. Right. Because it will, in, once he can fulfill that, everything else will be even more fulfilled. Totally right? agree with that. Um, and other people with, you know, a masculine essence or in a masculine phase of life. And by masculine, right. I mean like they're out, out there trying right. to fucking make their mark. I think it's right? pretty, like, for me, it's been really obvious. Like, for I look back at some of the relationships that didn't work out and stuff. Yeah. I didn't want them to work because I wasn't happy with, with me or like I wasn't fulfilled in my purpose or I wasn't you were just like it. sabotaging them I was, yeah. I was I was like not mindfully but just I was killing my own relationship unintentionally yeah. unintentionally because I was I just wasn't I knew I wasn't where I wanted completely to get that yeah like 100% so I wasn't able to focus it was like yeah. I cared about people and you know some of the, the, the women in my life but I just I was just I couldn't I know I couldn't be happy I know I wouldn't I didn't want to go through life and be like, man, what if I did this or what if I did that? Mm -hmm. I just didn't want anything to hold me back. People probably yeah. come at me and say otherwise. And sometimes you instigate it and sometimes it just happens to you. Oh, and I instigate it every single time. Yeah, okay. Well, different scenario. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, again, you'll secretly not be happy and that'll show in your actions, your words, everything, right? Totally. You good to keep driving around a little bit? Yeah. Um, so in terms of the going back to the financial literacy, you're going to put out some resources, all the, all those blog posts on yeah. Facebook that you made, you can, you know, book recommendations, book recommendations, I'll provide. Sure, yeah. everything I've learned has come from someone that's done it at a higher level than I have. Yeah. Right. Cause it's just, I've learned it from books or resources, websites, blogs, Reddit posts, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Everything I, I talk about, I've gained from, from other people. And it's just, I took it to heart. I, I understood that they knew what they were talking about. Yeah. And probably should fact check a little more, but I've, you know, if I, if you read the same thing three or four times, by you know, I think good intentions there, you know, like people aren't there to put out bad advice to screw you over. Yeah. Um, so, if, you know, if you read the same message three or four times, there's some merit to. I mean, if you try it and, and it works, that's all that matters, right? Yeah. Well, that and you do the research, like you look at it, like index, you know, index funds have been increasing at seven percent uh, over the last hundred years. Yeah. And that's that's factual, right? That's factual. Yeah. Like. Um, the overcoming the scarcity, the scarcity mindset. Oh, okay. And like some of the challenges that provides. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you definitely. I'm still trying to overcome how that. How many right? people do you manage? You and, and let's say you and then you and you and for us. Uh, at, you know, at all times we're always working with people, but you know when we grow more and more, we we manage less and less people. We just manage a different group of people, but actively like 40, 50 people at a time. 40, and, and that's and, it changes from your and it, and it changes yeah there's yeah. a turnover obviously the job and, on, yeah yeah but like the uh, it'll range from like 20 to 30 people at a time usually yeah but you guys have like uh so you guys are 40 50 but then you have like another like the other team branch off yeah yeah and then they have their own 40 50 and but they're still tackling the guys you, yeah. and then that's there's crazy. another branch off and same thing. And they're all doing, they're all and successful. And they're all splitting and they're many, all doing really well. You, how many 19 year olds? How many people have you made wealthy under the age of 25? <laughs> like, well, not wealthy, but like, you know, well. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to take credit I for know, it because it's a lot true. of it's their hard they're work, all, right? Hard. And you gave them an opportunity, though. 
introduced, right? right? Again, it's mentorship. Mentorship, right? It's just one of those things. Is I I haven't directly made him wealthy. You could you could trace back up to the CEO of the company. Oh, <laughs> we'll, we'll put that out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just some of the other the leadership Ruru. in the company. Yeah. And um, so you can give the credit to them, but it's everything I I was given the opportunity. I took it, passed the opportunity down to other people. Pay it forward. People, pay it forward. The people yeah. that want to take the opportunity, it's there. And but, it's, but the end yeah. goal of it all, and you know, you know, having those thinking weeks or those moments or deep, deep introspection and reflection, um, I think we've just realized like our purpose with with what we're doing is just to help people achieve their potential. Is to give them a, a platform to grow and develop, make mistakes and learn from it, yeah. and and I think that's what makes it powerful. Is we give young people um, the opportunity in in a real business setting to take chances, take risks, yeah. and either fail and learn or succeed and learn. Yeah, it's such a real world education it's what such you guys a real do. World. It's just so much different than, you could read about it all you want, but when you do it, it's totally different. Yeah, yeah, it's I, totally different. I mean, like, when you are when you do that at such a young age, 19, 20, 21, Dude, guys, it you It changes hire. the way you look at things. Your perspective's mm-hmm. changed. You See, I, I look back, I was like, man, if I got in at 19, my perspective on just, again, scarcity, uh, scarcity versus abundance, yeah. business, people, relationships would be totally different. Mm-hmm. Totally different, right? Because we're essentially doing that. Whatever challenges I had, we're doing that for a lot of other people, but at a younger age. Yeah. Once you're like 26, I think it's a lot harder to change. You can still change. Mm-hmm. It's just harder. It's more challenging for sure. Yeah. Um, but we're doing that at a young age, where once they make the changes, you know, it's those guys. And and you know, I, you know, I talk to Froz about this all the time. Like, dude, you know, you know what's crazy, is the people that are you know, you know, growing in in our industry. Uh, in the company and just in, in business world with our mentorship are going to be way more successful than we are yeah. and that's exciting they started younger because they started it's just just different mindsets right there yeah they have just, everything you've learned plus at, a, at, a, at 1920 you know it's yeah, just, yeah it's unreal yeah it's crazy it's unreal yeah it's nuts and the growth that they're gonna have is it's gonna dwarf what we've done and it, yeah, i guess yeah, that's yeah. kind of the point though right of course it's kind of the point of doing what we're doing yeah it's such a beautiful symbiotic relationship when totally. you have when you can help people totally because it helps it, it does help you because again you're you know I think that's the best way to help someone too, yeah. it has I think it has to be you have to have skin in the game I, it's skin in the game yeah, yeah. there's that's, a that's new a book. book by the way did you read it no I didn't oh, yeah, okay. I didn't that's on my see, list no, though you yeah. told me about it I like that guy but um you're totally right though but you, you definitely do because it just to help someone it must must have some positive feedback right for sure it's got to help you in some way as well I think to truly look out for people you got to benefit from it Exactly. Or you, yeah, you have to either, you know, you have to have a vet, like a vested interest in it. A vested interest, yeah. Um, For sure. Yes. So going back to what was I going to talk about? Uh, I don't know. So the blog. Yeah. Um, so we're either going to, you're either going to put, you, you're, it's, you can be found at the, the next level. Yeah. .ca next or level. .com. What are you going to do? Getting the website is going to be a challenge uh, for sure. I think you can probably get down to it. If not, we'll uh, I'll get you to do some guest posts on finance on strong.com It's part of being strong is you know being, being strong, strong financially. financially, being strong mentally. You can't even get business. good health unless you can afford good food, a gym membership. Totally. You know, I would say actually they're both. They're they're definitely like they're they're super important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, being in good shape and like that was always the thing. Like you know, I worked out in the mornings, went to work and focus and. I think if you're physically in good shape, you can mentally focus better and stuff. So they're, they're definitely actually related. Yeah, so let's, let's touch on that. So you, the reason, another reason I brought you on was because 
you know, one of the things we bonded over when we first met was our love of, uh, or, you know, not our love, but our passion for the gym. Yeah. We were both back in, what, when we were 18, 19, working out a lot. Right. Um, taking protein, creatine, whatever, yeah. back then. <laughs> when supplements were still kind of like starting, like pre-workouts were new. Everything, bro. Except steroids. We didn't do that yeah. shit. It's funny once my mom, remember I used to go across to Blaine to grab uh, yeah, orders from bodybuilder.com to give me once <laughs> with your Afghanistan passport, that's another yeah. story. Oh um, man, that was funny. Shit. It's funny times. And then uh, the guy, my mom once was, would bring was my last free team back over and she, she, the guy once asked her, he's like, did you see your son take steroids? She's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's in my trunk. Yeah. And the guy's like, fuck you, they got to go check and it was just creatine. Um, Stupid, but yeah, but yeah the, the passion for working out. Health and fitness, yeah. for, for me, I know for sure it started How's off. How's that informed your, you know, the rest of your success? Yeah, um, when well, starting off working out was definitely like from insecurity. It was just being out of shape. I was always a chubby, not good. I was always the chubby brown kid, and so you were chubby. I remember, dude, I was really chubby. Oh shit, I was really chubby. I used to up until grade eight, and I lost it from grade eight to nine. Yeah, because the school I went to was like. I don't know, like five kilometers away, like from, I don't know, okay. that far. But it was it was quite a distance and I'd have to walk there. It was like a 30 minute walk in the mornings. And you, you know, walk to? Bridge? Oh, okay. I'm supposed to say that on here, but, um, but yeah, it was like a 30 minute walk in the mornings, 30 minute walk after school. I'd roll out of bed, no one would make me food, so I'd have to make my own lunch and I usually wouldn't do it because I was lazy. And uh, to make it to class on time, so 30 minutes gone there, I'm fasting through the whole day. And a 30 minute walk back home. So that that year, I actually lost a lot of weight. I was like, yeah, this is, this, this feels be, good, yeah. yo. I, I actually did it, you know. But I didn't go with that intention. I was just. So they did French immersion? No, mm-hmm. just went to that school. All my friends were going to that school. Oh man. But I lost weight that year, and then um, I think it was probably grade nine, ten, where I actually started working out for the sake of getting in shape and getting fit and wanting to look good. And uh, feel good, and then and then after that, it became like health, con- more health conscious, like mm-hmm. um, eating nutrients to supply the body, so I could work harder for longer. Yeah, I can make tough calls or tough decisions. Um, so, and so I just, being in being in physical shape helps me get through the day, right? Yeah, yeah. So I noticed that when we were in Edmonton working together, yeah, um, I was uh, not I was working out a little bit, but not really. I was right. mostly doing yoga and stuff. Right. Um, but you had a gym habit. You still do every, every day, morning. Every morning. Yeah. So. Yeah, so oftentimes I remember. Is that like your keystone habit, as they call it, like kind of the one that be, like lets everything else fall into place for the rest of the day, or? Um. Yeah, yeah, it has to be done. It has to be like, like again, it's just I never thought of it that way. It was just something I did, you know. It yeah. Wasn't, you know, super well thought. I was like, okay, I want to be in shape, so I need to work out. And I wake up, and I wake up super early, so I have my alarm super early. I usually leave the blinds open, so yeah. it'll wake me up naturally. And uh, so it wasn't much of a choice, but I'm awake. And then once you're awake, you're not doing anything. And if you're waking up before anyone else, there's nothing to do, so might as well go work out. Crazy and stuff so, with the blinds open. Edmonton, it gets yeah. light out at like, like 3 yeah, a.m. Dude, dude, or I'd, be up. I'd be up. I'd be up. Um, so I'd, I'd remember I'd go work out. And I would, I could, you know, it's funny because in the office, I would see who's working out regularly and who's who's actually there and then who's no, kind of bought in, you know, who's kind of doing it. Yeah. So I'd see that, but I, I'd go in at like 6, 37. Do you think the guys you saw working out the most regular were the most successful? Uh, no, 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 no direct correlation. No direct correlation. No, no, no. no. What do you think that, that was doing for them though? 
were they like healthier? They just made, made them feel good. For some yeah. people, that's that's all it needs to do, right? Uh, for me personally, about I, like, when I work, worked out in the mornings, I would feel better for the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A, um, you get the endorphin rush and uh, in the mornings, right? 30 minutes of cardio or whatever. You feel good about yourself. You start your day right. You've done something active. I don't know. There's a lot of pride. There's a science of pride behind it showing yeah. that. I'm not the only guy though, right? There's a lot of successful people that work out in the yeah. mornings that are active. Um, but I would I would go in there at 6.37, depending on you know the day, and um, at, and I'd finish it like it was like a 45. The other thing is I don't crush it every time I go in there. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't go in there with the intention of like I'm just gonna go balls. Yeah, you want to leave feeling better than you can. Yeah, right? like yeah. 45 minute workout. It's not super super challenging, so I'm not like burnt out for the whole day. Mm. But I'd come out and then I'd see people walking into the gym, and so I could see who's coming in early. Not many people from the team would be there early. I'd usually I think walk most out of those guys that went in the morning, they did. Uh, either they're not prioritizing work and they're going to the gym, or they are, and, yeah. and it's part of their work, you know. Right. Kind of I think, preparatory. Yeah, routine. I think people just have their own routines and stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, for me, again, it's always been the end in mind, right? The I did not. Okay, results, you know what? Let's not talk about results. Let's talk about hard work. Those guys yeah. who went to the gym in the morning, they were working harder overall during during the work shift. No. Probably. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. I think it speaks to discipline right if you're yeah. willing to do if you're willing to wake up in the morning go work out you're probably willing to do things through your day that you're not willing to do right um, mm-hmm. someone says swallow the frog yeah swallow you eat your frogs first eat yeah. your frogs right so you, you wake up in the morning you do something hard your frog, yeah. the rest of the day is easier mm-hmm. and so for, I, I think it just speaks to the discipline they have right yeah for sure if you're, if you're doing something you don't want to do early in the morning then later on when you're again you're gonna have something in the day that you don't want to do so for some people it's work for some people it's making a phone call yeah. whatever it is making a podcast it takes time energy effort but if you're disciplined in the other parts of your life you give yourself permission to be disciplined in other yeah, things yeah. and so it just makes it easier makes sense yeah i think uh for me like for my life health and fitness has gotten me <clears throat> i started with health and fitness and that's how i went to self-development right it's kind of like a you, you went on the path before me too you remember oh, you yeah, probably yeah. know that I was reading because you were into the stuff and I was like I don't know what he's reading I'm just studying for my science exam it's funny because I was never you know like we both went to university the same degree um, science yeah my major in science and uh, instead of studying I'd be like this shit is kind of boring right right and right. I'm smart enough that I can pass and or do what like a C plus B minus without even trying right um, things that really interest me were self-development Right. Uh, health and fitness, first and foremost. I was right. always reading, but I just wasn't studying. <laughs> right, right. Right. So remember, like, 8 a.m. classes, I'd show up with my shaker bottle. I just finished my 6 a.m. You'd have workout. have a pre-workout, second pre-workout. No, the post-workout, yeah. yeah. post-workout. <laughs> um, and I would be, like, half asleep because I just killed myself in the gym. Yeah. School wasn't my priority. Yeah. Right? But everybody was telling me it should be my priority. The thing is, right. if I had maybe devoted, devoted myself just to health and fitness... I would have gone and started on the path a lot sooner. Yep. Probably not. You know, things work out the way they should. Right. Um, I learned so Maybe much stuff slowly along yeah, the way. Yeah, there's a lot of, lot of things. But um, it's crazy because um, I think about, you know, because, I, yeah, I do remember that. Like, you'd come in, work, you know, uh, you'd have a workout book, L Cool J book. I remember that, too. Yeah. Let me borrow it. Um, but, in, and then um, you'd have the books that you're reading about working out and health and fitness and nutrition and supplements and the blog articles. I remember you doing all that. And I'm, like, studying for my exam. And it's crazy because I, I look back and I was like, I look at like just success habits and stuff. It's just, I was willing to do things I didn't want to do because of the results. Like, True, yeah. Like the science was whatever. It was a degree, wasn't crazy passionate about it or nothing, but I was just willing to do it. Yeah. And I found that if, if you're just willing to do something long enough, 
and it's giving you the, a taste of the results you want to see. Because you you're wanted gonna, to keep doing it. You knew you wanted to be a dentist, doctor, whatever. Yeah. 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 Well, I, again, as I thought it was what I wanted. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So you. But were I was willing to, to do whatever. Price, yeah. I was willing to pay the price. Mm -hmm. And um, and so I just again I was just you know first first semester was tough. Grades weren't that great. So what do I do? Double down. Study longer, uh, harder, longer hours, more information, whatever. Right? Just go to all the classes. Don't miss a class. Don't be late. All those distractions. I had to cut those out. So then, when you did finally get accepted to dental school, yeah. Right after all that work, and you had the two choices before you, did yeah. you realize that it's not truly what you want, and that's just thought you wanted it? Uh, well, yeah. Well, it was just coming back to just, okay, why am I doing this? And am I just, am I just afraid of failing? Is this, is this why I'm doing this? Because a lot of people go down that path because parents and family encourages them. And it's a professional career and you know, you can, you can boast about it to all your friends and family members. And I was like, is that why I'm doing it? And, and because it you know, has financial rewards to it? Yeah. Or am I doing it because, I don't think, it's like, again, it's just, yeah. I don't think anybody's dating a dentist no. is meaningful to them. Maybe some people. I mean, it is, it's, it's a good job. It's a good profession. Yeah. Again, it's all those things. It's. But uh, yeah, I, I like I, like my cousin. I think he. he I just don't know how story. you would know. I just don't know how you would yeah. know at like 19, 18 you before be you dentist, pick a yeah. I just. Or you want to. You, you've been you told. Know. Someone told you, doing this gets you this result, and you were satisfied with that answer, so you pursue it. Or they right. tell you that just do that first, and then you can figure out what you want to do. Right. But that's right. like ten years of your life. Right. You know? Like right. Fuck. And it's just the most important years, right? Like the ten years will shape who you are. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. It's just again hindsight bias, right? Now looking now, I can say those things, but it's just in the moment. I don't know. I didn't try enough things. Right? Yeah, that's true. The one thing I do regret is I wish I tried more things at like eighteen. Yeah, like sure. not just school and stuff. I wish I volunteered at more organizations. I wish I worked in a business. I worked, wish I had more opportunities to try different. I think things. that's actually the most. And I wish my friends were part. more encouraging of it. Yeah, they know good. I, we both we were both the first people in our families to go to university. Yeah, we had no fucking clue what was gonna yeah, go no on. Direction. When we went there. No direction. Um, I didn't know what class to take, how many classes to take. It was just the thing, right? What do you yeah. do when you're, you're successful? You want to be successful, you have to go to university. That was just the thing, and, and in my family at least. Yeah. And I, yeah, I was the first one to go, and no guidance, no mentorship. If people in your in your family now ask you, should I go to university, what do you say? What I know what I say. I say, why do you want to go? What do you yeah. want to do there? Yeah. They're like, oh, I don't know, I like science. I'm like, what it's do a, you like about science? It's a time kill, right? For a lot of families, yeah. it's still just... Go get a degree and then go do what you want to do. What? Exactly. That doesn't make any sense. Exactly. But it's there's there the the advice is coming from people that again they're they're still in that scarcity mindset. Again, most of our that family advice. didn't go to degree, right? They had a hard life, so you can right. kind of understand where they're coming from. Um, they did, you know, have to do it the hard way, and maybe right. it's not all it's cracked up to be. Well, that and we'll that's that's know. why they push us to do it because hey, I didn't get a I didn't get a chance to do this, so you should do it. And what I lived a hard life, so you should find yeah, an easier path. True. And, and maybe and they're it, right. It has good intention, and maybe yeah. maybe that's the. But if you maybe that is the easier. You have a unique, or you have this thing that you want to do that's not what they're telling you to do. I think right. it's like, I think it's wise or your duty to kind of follow your gut, heart, whatever you want to call it. Right, right. Or at least but try I just, to. I just imagine way. all the people that are so capable, but they're settling for being a doctor. Like that's I know true. that's out there for sure. There's people that are freaking crazy smart, right? The craziest thing I remember one of my uh, profs saying at university was um, uh, he had a student, a physiology, I can't remember what class it was. He's like, I had the, the most, the smartest, the brightest student, and he settled by being a doctor. No, he could have been a brilliant researcher or something. He could have been, he could have changed the world. He could have came yeah. out with something or whatever, right? Like, I don't, 
when he wanted that prestige, that, but, yeah. But he just wanted that, again, he was satisfied. He's, the money, yeah. The bar was too low for the guy. That's crazy. Right? It, I don't know if it was a money thing, but it was, again, doctor, right? You just, you've been, you've been conditioned um, to, to want to be doctors. And, and, and that was the thing, he'd been conditioned so hard. So he had the opportunity, okay, I can be a doctor. Right? The, the, the prof was like, he settled for being a doctor. Like that's a profession we look at like, oh my God, he's a doctor. Prof's like, no, he settled. I don't know. The reason why a lot of people are unhappy is because they're they're not getting it, right? They're not getting it where, in the environments they work in, so they're always looking for it. But you look back and it's just again we we're, we were never told to set the bar that high. Yeah. We're told to be doctors. Like again, that's setting a bar pretty high, but it's not setting it really. That's true. It's never like go change the world. Um, guy entrepreneur Naveen Jain has has a son at 18 years old, wants to start a business. Dad's like, I don't want you making money at 18. Right, so that's the abundance mindset. We got enough money. Don't focus on the money. I want you to impact lives. He starts a company. I can't remember what it's called, but it was a as a convention for entrepreneurship where you would connect with different people around the world. So people would you could start a business to give advice. Again, so not 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 non-profit. So I wouldn't make any money. Like a startup incubator. Start startup turns 19, converts it into a business. Right, again, makes money. That's important. It's a resource. It's a tool. But he's impacting lives. Helps probably millions of people. Right, helps people, other entrepreneurs with great ideas that need help, he helps them implement that, those ideas. Right, it's just going back to, going back to that, right? His, his dad told him to aim higher, right? Was, set a goal, aim higher. Right? Yeah. Um, in our company, one of the one of the leaders talks about uh, how his, da- his daughter was trying to put, you know, uh, give laptops to a bunch of students in the classroom, 30 students in the classroom. Dad, I need to fundraise 30 grand. And um, he's like, he's like, okay, well, you know, that might solve the problem for a little bit, but there's still a hundred and some odd people that don't yeah. have, or, you know, 200 people that don't have a laptop. He's like, well, just, just say your goal higher. He's like, if you go raise half, say, how much does it cost to put a, a laptop in everyone's hand, in everyone in the school? It's like 300,000. He's like, if you go half that, I'll, I'll pay the other half. Again, he's telling her to expand her goals from, you know, 30,000 for 30 laptops to 300,000 for 300,000. Changing the way they're thinking, yeah. right? Because we don't know what we're capable of when we're young. We You're don't putting know limits what, on yourself. We're, yeah. we're, we put our limits are not self-imposed; they're imposed from people around us. Yeah. And what we hear and what we see, mm-hmm. right? And it's a parents kind of. And it's parents. So, like doctor, like okay, that's a great goal because it's again prestige. It's a sure goal, right? So, yeah. it's but like in that parenting example, that was a great example because their the parents like a job should be to push the push the your kids as much as like possible healthy as healthy as possible as right. much as possible right? right right see what their limits truly are totally right and you look at i don't know you look at boxers put your own limits on if you them. look at the most successful people boxers and coaches like they've had mentors or coaches that push them beyond what they think they're capable yeah. of right you look back at like floyd mayweather right they they go from a point of like okay i could do something here they need a strong coach that can push them hard enough to think bigger and then they start to believe I am the best ever yeah. and then that's when they do amazing things right and so but that's yeah that's the role of a parent is to help help you expand your thinking 
But how could you do that if you're you're thinking small, right? Yeah, and that's how our parents, like immigrant families, yeah. moved to Canada, came from like total scarcity, save every penny, save every dollar. Yeah, for sure. How are they supposed to help you expand your mindset? Exactly. So if anything, they just reach out what they can see. Yes. Being a doctor was the, the thing they could see. And that's kind of the goal of this entire episode and just kind of podcast in general, which is break away from cultural societal norms, you know, realize that uh, your parents do have good intentions, you know, most of the time, but you, there is like a whole other world out there. We've totally, we both know a bunch of people who are very successful who broke out of that culture norm. Lots. Like Faraz, he, you know, he could have been a doctor too. He said, screw that. And he just, screw it. Doing like, something else. Doing something else. Yeah. Um, going back quickly on the health and fitness thing. I don't know if you got a chance to read that first article yet. Um, he didn't, <laughs> but you know what it's I will, about. I will. It's all good. Can you I? know what it's about. Um, do you think you found something similar in uh, your journey? Like you were never able to fully get down to that. Uh, yeah, and, and kind of goal, I, your fitness goal, because of yeah. the genetics. And, and when I did, it was like extreme, just low carb. Yeah. Just staying away from like carbs, and that's hard to do. No matter what dietary strategy you oh, tried, right? No, whatever. Whatever it was, IF, whatever the carb just had to be super low cardio had to be higher I don't know I don't know what it works I didn't stress test it enough yeah. again I didn't care about it enough where I was willing to it wasn't your main priority like, yeah I wanted me to figure this out figure this out but but for anyone else in any other scenario any from any other ethnicity they would have been at their goal yeah right yeah so totally. goals health goals I always thought that I was like man there has to be a genetic difference I just didn't yeah. want to make excuses right exactly yeah I don't want to be like oh you know he's in shape because he's black or whatever right because yeah. he's black, pretty jacked at the time so the purpose of something <laughs> strong is to highlight those genetic differences find ways to work with them that work with your culture using the minimum effective dose to make right. it so that you can get on with your life but also so that it kind of levels the playing field right so you can achieve your fitness goals using certain strategies diet lifestyle or sorry uh and uh training right exercise and uh you know get what you want get what you want uh, without all the wheel spinning and fucking experimenting and stuff we did and Right. Weren't, uh, yeah, this know, is this is like a fast track for you, right? Fast track for everyone, yeah. Because if I had a fast track again, this is why you read books, right? You get the fast track, you get the the details early exactly. on, so you don't waste your time going through trial and error. And there's nothing like that out there right now, which is why I started my thing. Yeah. So yeah, you're in the you know financial space. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have next. Um, I'll definitely get you to do a guest post on my site when it's a little bit more you know up and running, established, and uh, we start covering other topics definitely do another podcast again um and um yeah look out for the next level or whatever you end up uh naming it i'll definitely just we'll keep it we'll keep it flexible it. keep it flexible if you guys have good names let me know yeah uh, i might put it under the south asian umbrella and you know do it let's um, do it yeah well thank you for being on thanks for having me bro appreciate it yeah i appreciate it too good seeing you likewise take care have uh, fun in your in texas will do